So, in an attempt to stop people from copying Kim Jong-un's style, North Korea has allegedly started banning its residents from wearing leather jackets. Now, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like leather jackets have been there since time immemorial. So, how is it suddenly his style? How is it a Kim Jong-un style to wear a leather jacket? Like, he literally just took something that's been in style for I don't know how many hundred years. And because it was introduced to him just the other day and he liked it, he suddenly made it his style. Now, imagine what happens when he gets introduced to sex and more so doggy style. If I was somebody from North Korea and I suddenly saw something like that from Kim Jong-un, I'd be scared. Because Kim Jong-un has been known to do quite a lot of things that are very um, unorthodox. Kind of like the same way he made everyone have a haircut, or at least every guy have a haircut of, you know, his liking. And it's illegal to have something different. But all of a sudden, when it comes to leather jackets, that's where he draws the line. So... I'm imagining what will happen when he starts having sex, or at least when he gets introduced to good sex, and more so doggy style. Because he'll either make it like a rule of law that every married couple has doggy style at least once a day, or he'll ban people from doing doggy. Whichever one of those options is out there, they're both scary. They're literally both scary, because imagine the prospect of having to do doggy, say, and you're not an ass man. Like, you have a liking for the tits and you want to be close to the tits as much as possible then somebody tells you that you have to do doggy all the time or he makes it the default sex style in north korea like think about that shit or even worse still if he bans doggy then ass men like me have to rely on other styles that aren't doggy so that we can try and get the same pleasure that we do get from doggy like that shit is scary as fuck though it's really really scary This is why I fear North Korea, because I'm imagining if I had my podcast in North Korea and he suddenly liked it, then he'd take it to be his own and he wouldn't be the one who would start by saying, Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who fears for his sex position, just in case Kim Jong-un happens to get to know what good sex is and what good booty is. He's a man who believes that running your mouth is the best form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show. Where I get to talk about North Korea having doggy style, Kim Jong-un does not assassinate me. I continue to talk about guy stuff, and at some point, we do come to a conclusion. So, if there is something that you would like us to talk about, not necessarily related to North Korea, but related to love, sex, and relationships, then the DMs to hit me up on is at Breaktime on Westside on IG, at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook, and on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. The DMs are always open. I'm always ready to take something up and do a quick discussion on it. And we can obviously learn and grow together. And also disagree, because, well, there's also that option. Now, I want us to move it on to our main topic of today, of which I'm sure there's a couple of you that already know what's about to come through. But before we get to that, I want us to talk a little bit about basketball and basketball celebrities. And no, I'm not talking about Tristan Thompson. I feel as though he's been covered quite a bit over these past weekend. And um, yeah, in as much as he's somebody that you'd expect to know how to handle a ball or balls, 
He's someone who just cannot handle his balls allowing the nut to go out before he pulls out. Which is why he got his trainer pregnant. But anyways, like I said, I'm not going to discuss that because I feel like that one's already been covered by quite a bit of media. The basketball celebrity that I do want to talk about is none other than Elizabeth Cambridge. Because Elizabeth Cambridge, who happens to be in the WNBA in Australia, last I had checked, has announced that she is starting an OnlyFans of her own. Now, normally people would come out and they'd be up in arms, oh, how the hell can a celebrity, a respected professional celebrity, go ahead and do OnlyFans? And at that point, I'd probably just be like, you know what? The way I see it, she'll probably even make more money than when she's in the WNBA. Because when you actually think about it, there'll definitely be more men that will be paying for her to play around with balls on OnlyFans than there will be whenever she's playing her games for the WNBA. So, in a sense, it seems like it might actually be a pretty good move for her. At least the way I see it. On top of that, I feel like this one is just... It's literally just a content pool full of jokes because this Elizabeth is officially moving from being a cam bitch to being a cam girl. And when you do actually think about it, because this woman is 6'8", she is actually 6'8", there's no dick that'll seem small to her. Just saying. Just saying. Because you think about it. When a dwarf looks at a 6-inch dick, of course they're gonna look at it like it's humongous because, well, you know, size matters and shit. But when you look at someone who's ridiculously tall like Elizabeth Cambridge, first of all, it's gonna look small because it's gonna be a bit of a distance between her eyes and the dick, or unless if she's giving it head, so you probably won't even look that big. Now, aside from that, this woman is ridiculously tall. Like, I'm around 6'2", 6'3", and she's 6'8". So, you think about it, it's not like she'll ever be banging anyone that's taller than her. And on top of that, it's not like she'll ever be giving you short trailer videos on what it is that she's about to do. All that shit will always be long. And considering that I know the problems that tall people have when it comes to cameras and being in frame, this woman can have a threesome and have them as two separate videos. Like just think about it. Because I know for a fact, if you're a tall person then you'll probably resonate with this shit. People will always come back to tell you just before they take the picture, before they take the video, or even as they're taking the video, that you're not in frame. Oh, you're too big to be in the frame. Oh, you have to sit down, you have to kneel, you have to squat or some shit. Now think about this woman who's 6'8", having a threesome. And she's pretty much, you know, giving one nigga head over there and she's taking it from the back on the other side. Like, they can do that shit with two cameras and they'll pretty much have two videos. Like, this woman can have double the content with twice the guys and pretty much, like, just make a fuck ton of content like that. Like, you actually think about it, this woman has earning potential that way. And then, you know, she can individually sell the videos. So, regular OnlyFans subscribers can be seeing the one where she gives head and then she can have an added fee on the one where she's taking it from the back. Like... Look at the earning potential that this woman has. Like it's mad. It is absolutely mad. Although imagine when she's doing casting calls for guys and the niggas are coming through over there and like these are niggas who are kind of like me. You know, six foot two going down. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, so what do you have to offer here? And then this guy's like, well, you know, I got some real long and hard. And she's just going to look at the guy and be like, well, I also have something long and hard. My fingers. And then all of a sudden, these guys are going to be like, oh shit, damn it. Now what else do we have to offer? Like now niggas are going to have to start showing that they have personality and shit. Even though that shit isn't required in porn. But oh well. 
anyways i wish her all the best uh i'm sure it's not because you know the wnba isn't paying her as much because i know she's getting good money and um i look forward to seeing her videos when only fans gets hacked again anyways that said we should move it on so on to our main topic of today and if you listened to battle of the sexes last week or episode 97 then you were probably fairly well aware of what it is that i'm talking about now if you didn't listen to it then i'll just kind of explain it again now what happened was during the rant i featured a video or at least a clip of the man enough podcast which is hosted by justin baldoni who is a actor and director uh most notably featured in jane the virgin and they were busy talking about how a truly confident man not the other types of confident but a truly confident man should want to be with a strong powerful badass woman and i expressed my displeasure at the entire thing but uh i said that i'd come and i discuss it here at length because it's something that needs to be discussed at length so i'm gonna play the clip for you guys again then i'm gonna get into the entire thing so here it is if you are a man who's truly confident not the like false confidence the, the perform the bravado the performative confidence but mm-hmm. if you're truly confident as a man mm-hmm. you want a strong powerful badass woman absolutely you don't need to dim her light because her in her light reflects back to you so like i said in last week's episode when i saw this clip i kind of lost it a little bit and you know i had spoken last week about how you know it's almost like you're putting all truly confident men quote unquote in like a box where they should desire a certain kind of woman and i was disagreeing with it now before i did this episode before i hit the record button one of the things that i made sure that i did was i made sure i went and i actually listened well actually i actually watched the episode of of this i didn't stick to the tiktok video that i got like i just went straight ahead and i watched the episode and you can actually get it on youtube and it was actually a pretty interesting episode i'll admit that in its own right and when i listened to this episode because it was being done with justin baldoni now the guy that hosts the podcast and the black guy being kia Gaines, i did kind of notice a couple of outlying things especially you know when i started listening to the both of them now one of the things that kia Gaines said because this was a discussion that stemmed from him talking about how supportive and you know really amazing the wife was He mentioned something that I found to be particularly interesting. And before I say it, let me just give a quick disclaimer. I'm not using what he said and the statements that he made to disqualify his statement, but just to understand where his perspective comes from. Now, one of the things that he said was that he grew up in a home with strong, powerful black women. And it was mostly the women that were doing the work. They were the ones that went, got the jobs and, you know, made sure that the bread was brought back home and everything. And... For him to say that he wanted and he is with a strong powerful woman makes a lot of sense so i can kind of understand where he's coming from like that was justified in almost like the oedipus complex sort of version because you usually end up wanting what it is that you saw uh happen in your environment for a very long time kind of like the same way uh as per the oedipus complex you'll be told um for you as a babe the man that you're looking for is most likely going to have a lot of features and characteristics of your father just the same way for us guys it's of our mother 
you know essentially it's just saying you know you're in love with your parents or some shit and i can get that i can totally understand where he's coming from so when he talks about how he had strong powerful black women in his life growing up and he didn't really have a alpha male figure of influence he didn't have a father figure he didn't have you know an older male to show him the ropes i can get why he'd want that now that said i have issues with the whole idea of wanting a strong powerful woman because over time i see more and more guys saying you know what i'm not trying to look for a strong powerful woman i want a submissive woman i want someone who's gonna be a good wife to me who's submissive enough who's caring and supportive and who pushes me to do my best and normally what usually comes from the babe side as well you know you know what's wrong with having a strong powerful woman and so on like i'm not saying that having a strong powerful woman as your partner is a bad thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing in that right it's just that i feel like nowadays that's what's being pushed because a lot of people gobble that up a lot of babes went into female empowerment and you know they got empowered and they went into the whole being strong and powerful that it's like now saying that oh i want a submissive woman is like oh you want a slave now oh you want someone that will abide by everything that you do that pretty much you know accepts all your commands and does everything oh you want a servant and whenever i usually hear that shit from a lot of babes whenever they're clapping back with that i usually just think to myself that they actually don't get the point they don't really understand what it is that we mean when we say that we want a submissive woman like we're not trying to get a slave that will bend to our will at any given point we're not looking for somebody like i said last episode who when we tell to jump they automatically start jumping even before they ask how high and they're like is this high enough for you baby like we're not trying to get somebody that just listens to our commands and just you know hops around and does what it is that's supposed to be done but we want somebody that follows our commands questioning it isn't the problem but we want someone who follows our commands we want somebody that will take our leadership and move with it because that's kind of how we look at it as men you know one person leads the other one follows and there's nothing wrong with you wanting a strong powerful woman it's just that when both of you want to lead because that's what strong powerful individuals do then usually there tends to be a power struggle there tends to be some level of competition that comes in place and you can come back and you can be like oh no that's not how all strong powerful women are blah 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 but think about it you know not unless if we water down the idea of what strong and powerful is look at strong and powerful men like i'll just use men because we're the ones that usually get associated with strong and powerful a lot more uh strong powerful men when it comes to leadership there's usually one who's at the top and he barks the orders and the other ones have to follow if you're looking at it in finance strong and powerful will make the massive decisions and other people will follow because he has the money hell even with guy cruz the guy with the most money will pretty much say jump and guys will jump uh you can look at social level strong and powerful men will pretty much tell people to form an uprising and they'll go out and strike and hell that guy might not even be there but people will go out and strike because he gave the order and other people followed so when you're talking about a strong powerful woman am i going to give orders and then she also decides to give her own orders or will she follow like that's one of the questions that i usually ask when it comes to having a strong powerful woman because i honestly feel like the idea of an equal partner 
is made to suit women like not in a bad way though like i'm just saying that when the both of you are leading someone has to go up and someone else has to come down otherwise if the both of you are trying to be at the top who's gonna be right there down with them trying to support the other person so maybe my idea of strong and powerful and equal partners is an issue but i do not look for an equal partner i look for a partner that can you know cover the places where i can't do very well and that's actually how interdependence works because i usually push towards interdependence instead of independence because interdependence means you are going to assist your partner or at least you're assisting another party with things that they're not as good doing which you're good at so that they can also assist you with things that you're not good at doing which they are good at and i think the easiest example of that from like my science days is the cow and and the tick bird the cow would eat its grass but it would be bothered by ticks on its back the tick bird would be looking for ticks but going to the ground and finding them is pretty hard so the tick bird instead goes and and perches on on the cow's back and eats the ticks from its back and that way the cow is supplying the tick bird with the ticks to eat and the cow is being supplied with 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 some form of protection and vaccination before they go to the next cattle dip so it makes sense you know that interdependence makes sense so i want someone that can fill in the places where i'm not good at and i can fill in for what they're not good at like that's kind of why it comes out but both of you trying to be strong and powerful isn't where it's at like this whole thing of you know i'm strong and powerful and she's strong and powerful oh so now you're a power couple i feel like that shit's absolute bs because if both of you are strong and powerful if both of you are like poles in that liking then there's going to be a competition at that point and hell you can say oh you know it's not like all guys compete guys compete a fuck ton it's just that we never openly do it and even though we're actively trying to get to the top and we're not necessarily competing amongst our closest friends we're trying to get to the pinnacle of our different fields so it's not like you'll find that I'm going to be best friends with someone else who's also trying to get to the pinnacle of, you know, the same field that I'm in and we just go on and say that we don't compete to a certain degree. Like I think that's not entirely true. So, to a certain degree, like we'll always compete against each other. So, why the hell would I want a partner that I'm competing with instead of somebody who helps me out where I'm weak and I help them out where they're not as strong as well? So, that's kind of a problem that i usually have with this whole strong and powerful argument because the man is supposed to be strong and powerful the lady not unless if she wants to isn't really expected to be strong and powerful and if anything i feel like the homies don't really want someone that challenges them per se but they want someone that supports them so it's more of getting a cheerleader rather than getting somebody that is that challenger like that's how i look at it because in one way or another i think people usually mess up the terms a little bit and at the end of it it kind of misconstrues the idea of what it is that we want from our potential woman so instead of saying that i want a woman who challenges me i would rather people say that i want a woman who encourages me to be better and to do better because when we are challenged by someone else that implies competition but when you speak of encourages me to be better then it pushes for collaboration and support so 
in a sense you do actually modify it such that it actually seems that it's something that will push you to be a lot better than you actually are and it's kind of the same with with this whole idea of being a strong powerful badass because i don't think it's a case of us guys wanting a strong powerful badass of a woman i think it's probably more in line with the case of wanting a proverbs 31 woman quote unquote kind of like the case study that i did with kaleche mumu a couple of weeks back because instead of saying i want a strong powerful woman of which strong and powerful are mostly masculine terminologies why don't i go for something like hardworking and proactive something that's a little bit more gender neutral because instead of wanting someone who's strong and powerful that i can compete with in the professional workspace how about hardworking and supportive hardworking in that the ability to go out and work still come back home and do the household duties and make sure she's a great homemaker and help the kids out and shit and still be proactive enough to you know see the many different ways that we can try and multiply what it is that we currently have in terms of say you know savings investments and shit then that works a hell of a lot better but strong and powerful like why the fuck would i want someone that i can be in competition with like that kind of makes it harder for me as a guy because if i'm competing out in the world why the hell would i want to be competing the moment i check into the house as well which does kind of bring in a question that a fan of ours the one who actually sent me this video had actually asked and the question was if a powerful woman intimidates you how grounded is your masculinity especially if it depends on an outside force to affirm it and this is something that i said that i definitely answer and here's the thing if a powerful woman intimidates me it doesn't do anything to my masculinity in particular like i think there's a lot of women out here that are very very intimidating as people like i will say that for a fact and i will agree i have been intimidated by women before but does that make me any less of a masculine man no not really because even men intimidate other men it doesn't make the men that have been intimidated any less masculine or any more feminine of a man it just means that the man or the woman that is doing the intimidating has a particular more powerful aura that makes them a bit more dominant than me who's the man at that point in time but that said if i do get my confidence from outside affirmation then definitely my confidence does come into question which is why the idea of a truly confident man does hold water but that said i will still say that it is not that i want an intimidating woman in the same house with me i do not want an intimidating partner because i am expected to be strong and powerful i am the one who is expected to be the intimidating one if you're doing it for me then why am i required in that equation like that's the question i'm just posing out here so in conclusion let me just pose it like this there's nothing wrong with you wanting a strong powerful successful woman as a truly confident man if that's your kind of person then you go for that but the way i see it i feel like people are running away from the idea of being submissive and that should be something that people should look at and maybe instead of looking at the idea of being strong powerful and a badass maybe the babes should be looking towards being hard working proactive and supportive because that i can agree with every single guy that i have spoken to they want that in a woman they want that in their woman but 
then again, I might be wrong about this entire thing. So I want your thoughts on it. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at BugakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. If you are using an app that allows for ratings and reviews, a rating and or review will be highly appreciated. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>